Strength Matters Media. Video, print, podcasts. Today's topic is seven ways to grow your fitness business. Um, and number one, we're going to go straight in, have a great website for your fitness business. Now, we're not saying this because this is what we do. It just is. In this day and age, it's absolutely uh, essential to have a quality website. And James, obviously, I'm going to bring you straight in on this. Why is it important to have a well-designed website? And not just a well-designed website, actually, a website that works. Because no one can find you if you don't. Think about it. People are always looking for the magic pill, potion to get new leads in, Facebook marketing strategies, all that. People will see that and then think about anything we do and to buy other products and services. We go to Google, we do our research, we want to see if it's legit business. No, no, James, I'm going to correct you. Facebook marketing gurus tell me I just market on Facebook to get clients. That's what they say. <laughs> well, yeah, true. Okay, we just do that too. But we want, prof- you know, we're about professionalizing our business, getting professional people to come and work with us, the right clients to come working with us. And these people who have a little bit of noose and a little bit of intelligence, they like to do their homework. They're not mm-hmm. going to buy from somebody on the social media and go, yeah, I'm going to drop a thousand pounds or fifteen hundred dollars with you straight away. No, they're going to do some research first. So they're going to yeah. look at you, like look at you, go on to Google. They're going to search for you if they can find you, right? And then if they find you, they're going to go onto your website and look at the message and see how well you come across. That is your professional image, and yeah. then that starts to build trust. And think, okay, this guy's incredible. This this person's legit. I want to start working with them. So if you haven't got a website that A, gets you found, B, that conveys the right message, and C, comes across as professional, you're gonna to struggle to get clients no matter what, okay? And that's when we're looking at new people, trying to pull them in consistently, right? So yeah, website for me is the most important, most foundational piece of your business that you have to get right to begin with. It's also, once you get it right, the cheapest way to get new leads consistently with a bit of effort and a bit of hard work as well. So yeah. there you go. Exactly, and it's not, as we said, it's not just about having a website that looks good, it's got to work as well, because uh, one of you boys will probably re- help me remember this as well. Wasn't it like 86% of websites don't even get found on Google, get no traffic? Or 90, 96%. 96%, there we go. Pages. Yep, yeah. of content and things on pages and Google never get found because they're not optimized and, and it becomes the top 5% essentially of people who know what they're doing can help you get found. So we like to think we're part of that top 5% and that's what we do. And every we create content and something around it, it's about gearing towards that. So if you're a personal trainer, for example, here in Cardiff and you don't come number one in Google, you need to prioritize doing that because that is gonna be your best source of leads when it comes January gold rush or any other time throughout the year to help you get found. So website, 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 first and foremost. Yeah, exactly. Website, website, website. Uh, Andrew, I'm going to bring you in on this uh, next point. Building an email list, why is that important? Um, it's important because it plays a fundamental part uh, in the success of our overall marketing funnel. Um, it's our way once somebody is on our list and I always say to clients, you know, one of our number one marketing strategies should be to build our mailing list. You know, we own that list. It's uh, it's an asset of our businesses, where as as opposed to, you know, if you're putting all your eggs in one basket, i.e., you're you're trying to run your business from Facebook, well, that's on rented land. They they could pull the plug at any any time, and suddenly, if that was to happen. And it has happened uh, on numerous occasions with clients that I've, I've worked with. You've got no way of contacting folks. So 
once we've got our website, we've got a lead magnet in play and we're, we're, and we're using them to uh, drive people to our email list, then that gives us that way of expressing ourselves, getting the message out to, to our audience and communicating, you know, because communication is key. Um, it gives us clarity and it helps us um, position ourselves as experts. And um, I, I get asked a lot these days, is emails, are they still important? Is it still relevant? And my answer to that is yes, absolutely it is. And perhaps even more so these days. Yeah, but we've got to just point out that you've got to have a professional email address, not uh, josh at hotmail.com or whatever it is. You've got to have, um, yeah, make sure you professionalize your email address as well. Um, James, I'll bring you back in on the next one. We kind of talk about this on the last podcast. Uh, You've got to provide a great client experience, right, to keep those clients. A bit of wow factor. Yeah, exactly. So if you have a terrible product and service, do you think people will ever go back? And I had a good conversation yesterday with uh, my sports massage therapist I work with, Grace. And big shout out to her. She's a fantastic at what she does. However, when she was pregnant last year, she had somebody who was working with her. And literally, they, the idea was when she was on maternity leave, for her to take over her clients and maintain them before while she came back. The problem was though, halfway through maternity leave, she had no more clients because the, the lady who was helping her out didn't provide the same experience that she had and they were giving to her clients and the quality was down. So that's a really good example of how some a way to lose it because they're not having the same experience. So Grace is fantastic. I traveled to see her. She's really good and open-minded about doing things. But the person she was trying to help her during her maternity leave to help her keep earning money because she's self-employed and she struggled with maternity leave didn't provide that same experience because she wasn't good enough. It was the, the, the feedback was didn't communicate, very quiet, wasn't having to engage and didn't listen to feedback when they were giving the massage. So, you know, that's a, a great example of going from great experience to poor experience. And from, from what Grace told me yesterday, it's taken her six to months to nine months to get the other guys back in who were regulars before. So it's only now coming back in post-pregnancy with a, with a one-year-old baby now that people are starting to come back to us. So it's, it's client experience is everything. Otherwise, they go away in their droves. Here's a special message from our sponsor. One more clients without breaking the bank on ads, Google is your ticket. Imagine being the first name clients see when they Google your services near them. Sound impossible? It's not when you've got strength matters on your side. We'll build your website and get you ranked high on Google for free. You'll save thousands on ads, web design and SEO services, plus get a suite of business tools to help you grow your business effortlessly. All you cover is our bulletproof hosting that comes with a full 90 day money back guarantee. Ever wonder how many new clients you're losing by not being Google's number one? Don't wonder, act now. Now, book your free strategy call at strengthmatters.com forward slash website today. Yeah, there you go. That's the important of uh, providing a great experience. Andrew, the next one's people often find this one tough. Uh, and I remember when I was doing one to one PT, and I hated talking about money. Uh, it's increasing your prices strategically. Yeah, well, I think this resonates with all of us. Um, you know, we live in that place of fear. Uh, we're, perhaps we're not the greatest money managers, otherwise we'd probably be accountants, not uh, fitness professionals. But, but it's, it's, it's incredibly important to, to look at our pricing and um, on a regular basis 
um, increase our prices. And when I say regular, I'm not, I'm not talking every week, but certainly every year uh, looking to um, review and adjust them accordingly because at the end of the day, uh, cost of living goes up, and particularly <laughs> uh, in the current climate we're in, uh, prices are going up around the board. But, um, you know, we need to be doing that in, in our business. And I think back to myself, I was fearful back in, in the early days. And it was actually one of my clients who ran his own successful business. And this is going back to when I used to get checks as, as payments. So you can sort of gather how long ago this might be. Yeah. <laughs> who uses checks these days? Um, people, people listening to the podcast might not even know what a check is. Well, <laughs> I'll get my quill uh, pen out, uh, feather pen out uh, shortly and start doing some calligraphy. Um, uh, go and Google it if you don't know what that is. Um, but um, on, on, the, on the subject of, of the cheque, he wrote the cheque, um, but he'd actually uh, put the price uh, above and beyond what I'd actually billed him. And he says, this is what you should be charging me. Uh, address this, otherwise you're going to go out of business. So that was a, a, a big business lesson for me back in the early days. But I find that it's still a challenge to this day. You know, we, we're fearful that if we increase our prices, we're going to, all our clients are going to leave. But if we do it in the correct manner, um, in that we plan, and we prepare, and we um, um, outline um, in, in, you know, we're transparent uh, and we do give them a heads, a heads up that we're doing it, then they're accepting of that. Um, will you lose clients? Uh, potentially you might you lose one or two, but over the grand scheme of things, um, they probably weren't the right client base for you. So you're going to get a much more condensed and better quality uh, type of client um, on your books. Yeah. Yeah, we're not. I mean, not necessarily talking about huge price rises here either. Just, just as you say, cost of living's going up year on year. So, you have to, yeah. Well, Sky delight in putting putting my contract up by two pounds or more every year. So uh, you should do it as well, um, James. Uh, reactive reactivation campaigns and offering something new to past clients. Yeah, like for people who've been with you before, if they've let's take let's take group trading as an example. Say they've been a group client before, but however, life's got in the way. They've, they've, they haven't signed up or re-signed up because work, life, family got in the way. But you know they've been involved in group training. Well, offer them something like a, a, a new challenge, like a new January fitness challenge is a good example to get them back in, like a low-ticket type offer, especially for them. You know they've been with you for a long time in the past, so it's okay to give them a discount on something to draw them back in, to entice them back into the world and show them how much they've missed you. So, you know, something new to pass clients is find them something, a different challenge, something they've done with you in the past, something of unique effort, unique value to them that will entice them back in. I think a group challenge or some type of challenge that's relevant to them is a good way to do it. Or if you go, like I've done this before with past one-on-one clients, Hey guys, look, if you want to come back in now, we're, we're doing, we're doing like a special first month is 50% off with, you know, if you stay with us for three months. So they, it's like an enticing in. Now, the reason I give a discount on that first month is because they've been with us before. I wouldn't necessarily do it on a, on a personal trading thing with people who haven't done it with us before because that's set in the wrong tone. But for people who haven't been there for a while, it's something like say 50% in your first month if you join us for the next three to six months for example, on small group training or personal training or something like that, if they're going to monthly membership, to entice them in to pull them back in. That's a really good way to look at it. 
Yeah. Um, what about uh, offering more to your existing clients? Because I'm sure, you know, PTs listening in will think, well, I already give a great service. What more can I offer? What are a couple of uh, ideas we can give to them? Um, here, I would be, yeah, uh, on, on here, I think, and, and this is where increasing your, your rates comes into play because then you've got more money to invest back into your business. And in doing that, you can then give client experiences um, examples that I've done in the past is what we'll have um, clients nights out or we might have a Christmas party where we invite everybody around um, to, to take part. Now, am I paying for all of that? No, not necessarily, but I might put some money behind the bar or uh, pay for um, part of the meal or whatever it might be. Or it might be something like... Um, when I was overseas, uh, we would go uh, temping bowling and, and we would ring ahead. We would um, look to get a, um, a discounted rate because we were bringing a group of people and the, everyone that attended, they paid for themselves, but they were getting a, a discounted rate. So they were appreciative of that. So there's events that we can, we can look to run. Uh, but equally, just wowing um, people by uh, giving a welcome packs or um, gifts or rewards uh, go some way of, of giving more to your existing client base as well. Yeah, exactly. And the final one, this is kind of like, this is another one I think a lot of trainers struggle with, asking for referrals and having a referral program in place. James, why is, uh, why is that important? They're the best type of customers and new clients you can get because it's come off the back of a recommendation, they'll already potentially know, like, and trust the person they're getting the referral from, and they're gonna be bought into it, so it's a higher value, usually long-term, lifetime client value. So if you haven't got a referral system in place, you're missing out on money. However, if you haven't got a good experience, you haven't got a good service, and you haven't got the set the expectations to wow your clients, they're not gonna automatically refer. So you need to give them a system and a process to follow. Like what is the referral incentive to help them do it? Sometimes they'll do it off the top of their head. If they're raving fans, they'll happily tell the world about you. But you need to have a structure and a system in place for this. But for referrals, I think that's the best lifetime customer you can get because they're going to be with you a long time. And they're the easiest usually if you get it right. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. One of our clients, Bruce, uh, who has a gym up in Scotland, he's about to implement a fantastic referral program. I, I want to be a part of it. He, his offers are so good. It's great, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's really good. Uh, hopefully uh, you got something from that, guys. hope it helped. That is it for today. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And if you want to find out what's holding you back from growing your fitness business, go to strengthmatters.com forward slash audit and get yourself a free website audit.